0: This episode is going to be about conspiracy theories, not conspiracy facts or conspiracy maybes, because in all honesty, we can't really prove one way or another, unless you're directly involved, you only have what is given to you. So I'm going to approach a few of these things with um, any information I can get. I'm going to tell, I might tell you what I think about it. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm right. By no means am I an expert. By no means am I somebody that can has this worldview that allows me to gain access to, you know, every every database outside of general information. All I got is what's on the internet. So when I said, you know, conspiracy theories and conspiracy, we'll find out which ones are fiction, which ones are fact. What I meant by that was what I think, not what other people might think or what other people might be able to try to prove and so on and so forth. So anybody that, that, that's listening to this, if you have additional information, um, it'll be cool to actually hear your point of view. If you can cite references so I can look them up, that would be great. You can uh, tag us on our Facebook page or uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. Facebook is uh, To Be Determined It's a podcast thing Uh, It's on Twitter It's uh, TBD Podcast Thing At TBD Podcast Thing But uh, this is going to be Kind of a long one I'll probably end up Breaking it into Multiple episodes Just so we can Kind of work on it A little bit There's going to be Kind of a lot of Information on this working on a couple interviews. We'll try to get them involved. We got a lot of people that definitely know more about this than I do. So it'll be kind of cool to kind of get their point of view because I might've, some of this stuff I've kind of let go and left it to the fact that I can't prove it, but I also I can't disprove it. So it's not like, uh, doesn't mean case closed. So it'll be fun. All right. Yeah, so there would be no way to be able to try to wrap up every conspiracy into one podcast, especially if I want to try to keep them around 30 minutes, because it would be, yeah, just it ain't gonna happen. So this would be like kind of the part one of that, uh, of this series. Um, and since it's such a hot topic right now, I'm going to go ahead and bring up the, uh, good old coronavirus, since that's what everybody's uh, kind of concerned about. I definitely think the panic is a little bit extreme, the scare tactics that some media outlets are using, and it's not even really a scare tactic, fear is is yourself. It's weird to me that people blame the media for these kind of things when it's, it's, you're the one who's reacting. You know, it's it's kind of weird. I mean, I get it. Like, you got to know when to read something and to be like, oh, that's interesting. And when to read something and be like, oh, I'm going to go buy toilet paper. Like, it it just it's bizarre to me. But I don't understand it. So I saw one of the big things I've seen floating around. We'll, we'll start with kind of like the initial onset. Have you ever seen Outbreak? I think it was like a mid-90s movie, Uh, Dustin Hoffman, it was the uh, Ebola, uh, super Ebola virus. But I know, I was trying to find more information on it, but I seen them, I want to say since the 80s maybe, maybe 90s, but they used to run, or they run, they still run, in fact, the the soonest I saw was 2006, they ran uh, basically a virus, or a, a computer to run a super virus simulation, so they run trials to see what the government's effectiveness is of a particular, the who's done it, CDC's done it, um, I think there's uh the not Department of Human Services, but whatever. Um I mean, I guess they've done it for bioterrorism, you know. They they run our budget calls for it's kinda like road work. Like our budget, in order for these departments to receive funds for the things that they're doing, they have to spend money and show results of the things they're currently doing. In fact, Thought it was kind of funny that you know in twenty seventeen Trump was trying to cut back our uh, health. I don't know what, what you call it—virus health, virus defense, whatever you want to call them. But you know they were trying to cut back on 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 the those those doctors, and they're making a big deal of it now. Like like anybody was taking it seriously enough to be ready for you know what was coming up. Uh, There was a, there's a Joe Rogan uh, podcast, uh, Michael Osterholm, I want to say is his name. The dude's a epidemiologist. So he was, he wrote a book in 2000. It might've been 2017 or maybe even earlier than that, but he wrote a book that pretty much Details exactly what's what's happening here from a scientific standpoint, and you know, uh, Dean Koontz has a book. There's uh, Sylvia Brown; she's a psychic. She's got a book that talks about it. You know, and anybody—if you've ever looked at how they debunk most psychics, psychics are—they're—they—they work on trends. They work on body language and habits and traits because humans are predictable. Like we're pretty predictable for the most part. There's always this outlier, the outlier, you know, being the X factor. And at the same time of being predictable, humans can be extremely unpredictable normally in times of uh, great need, which is, I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. I've always thought that was kind of interesting because we've always managed to dig ourselves out. Of whatever shitstorm we've managed to put ourselves in, so but like as far as as the Wuhan virus and Wuhan virus, I, I don't think you need to go Chinese virus. That's just weird. But the Wuhan virus is uh, actually COVID nineteen is the name of the disease. So the disease you get from the coronavirus is the Wuhan virus. And this virus is very similar to the SARS virus. So it's actually SARS-CoV-2 is the actual virus name. So that's SARS-CoV-2, and you can look that up to verify it if you don't believe me. But it's not new, or it is new. It's what they call a novel coronavirus Novel means it's the first time we've seen it, the first time humans have had to deal with it. So that's another scientific thing that people are just completely not paying attention to. It is new. Strain of virus, the coronavirus itself, no, is not new. It is not a... There, There's multiple versions of coronaviruses. They, in fact, we don't even have the... Um, I think they said like several handfuls of doctors that actually study coronaviruses and th- most of them never even figured it would be a big deal since SARS. Like, you know, SARS was back in 2002. So, you know, you had a, a small group of doctors that really didn't even expect anything to come back around. And there's multiple sources. Um, it being a weapon. <laughs> so, one thought is that we had an American soldier go to China and infect a person over there. And then, you know, obviously the virus spread. And I saw, I, I, I saw an article about an Iranian um, former president, um, said that we, uh, as in the U S pushed the virus <clears throat> into Iran. Um, there was a let's see what else we got here. The oh QAnon. I think I'm gonna go over them separately if you don't know who Q is, but um I've seen a lot of QAnon supporters say that this is Trump's virus. Now, if if this is Trump's virus, then the fact that this was uh sent to China is a strong possibility right like like this is how all this kind of crap connects so they're saying that trump created a virus to catch traffickers and and uh i saw one today reptilian republicans if you know david Icke, is you know what the reptilians are so the (laughs) The uh so Trump apparently created a virus that somehow is going to connect to all the traffickers, and since everybody's in quarantine and lockdown in their house, everybody's gonna go get arrested. That's involved in these things. To me, this is like borderline Messiah Trump stuff. Like it's so strange to me. But there's people that believe it. Um, you know, obviously you've got the, uh, economic close down. I saw something that was talking about, so we were on a bubble economically speaking. There was the longest time that our economy has been doing good and based on trans economists were predicting that we were going to have a pretty bad recession. <clears throat> they were thinking that it'll probably be as bad as, you know, the the 1920s, 1930s recession. Now, with this even though it was kind of a weird it, this could have been like one of the best things to happen to our economy granted we can recover quickly because what happened was instead of us riding this bubble and the bubble bursting and the bottom falling out the virus a natural a natural thing caused the bottom to fall out now we're just trying to maintain keep the economy flowing and this could actually potentially help us in the long run because we didn't have to deal with that monetary fallout or the inflation fallout or the economic fallout. Everything's just going to, it's dropped. There's not going to be another economic. I mean, good. I'd definitely say never, but as far as the economists are concerned, it, there's not going to be another fallout. So let's see, we got Trump and his super virus. Oh, and a couple things about that. um, As far as it being a weapon, they say that you can view the virus. Scientists can view the virus um, and see. It's almost like looking at rings on a tree. You can see, like the species of animal it's gone through. You can see uh, the different people, like the number of people it's infected. Like you can actually see a lot of what's going on in the virus. I don't remember if you if you remember on outbreak. And even actually, this coronavirus. But on the movie outbreak, they were looking for patient zero because they had to see like the base of that virus before it mutated. And that's actually one of the things they're they're still kind of looking for patient zero here um, with this current uh, SARS CoV two. One thing that I've seen, and I, I can't, it's kind of strange. Like, and this is probably where the inconsistencies come in. From like multiple scientists. As some of them say that it's bats. And then I've heard of several of them say that it's pangolins. If you ever seen a pangolin? I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. But it's basically a... uh If you had an armadillo and an aardvark. Have a three-way with a large lizard. It's kind of like that. That's what it looks like. Uh They're like scaly, armored... Ant eaters with big, fat, long tails. Um, apparently, they're a delicacy in China. Um, they're looked at as uh, some medicinal value. Maybe not. I don't know. But you never know. The uh, they're saying that that's kind of the source. I don't know. I've, I've kind of gone back and forth with it a little bit. I mean, does it really matter? Is it bats or is it these pangolins? But it seems like the people that that really pay attention to it are saying that it's pangolins. Um, it, you get people that are studying something else. They're just like, oh, it's bats. You know, they let it go. Which was, I think if I remember right, the uh, the SARS, the first SARS. I'm getting all my viruses confused. But I think the first SARS was Was So it was actually, um, they said it was the, uh, uh, flying Fox. If you've ever seen one of those are like, they've got like a six foot wingspan. They're ginormous, but they were saying those animals are kind of kept as pets. And, uh, they were saying they're, they're peeing on their food or whatnot. And it was, that's where they got the virus from. So really, I don't know, really strange. But as far as it being a weapon, they said that, uh, there's no indication that that it is a weapon. And if you're a pragmatic person, the science does not show that we can create weapons um, for viruses to do what these viruses are doing. Now, the people that have said that didn't say what kind of virus we could create like they didn't go into specifics you know on what we'd be able to do and if you know anything about CRISPR CRISPR uses um is, is a gene editing a DNA editing tool that's injected from a virus so to me when I hear that my definitely my tin foil hat rings a little bit because it's they're saying that it it, it it we don't have the technology to weaponize this virus yet we have a virus that we can use to change your dna so how, how does that work right stop just saying just a thought but um it's kind of interesting that uh you know that people are more attracted to believing that the government's involved and i definitely think like one of the things that that's always kind of stuck with me on a lot of these conspiracy theories is if you know who the bad guy is, if you can point out the bad guy, it makes your life and your purpose have a stout, strong cornerstone for your being. If you don't know who the bad guy is, the world's kind of in this weird, chaotic, you know. Uh, whirlwind or storm that that you you have to fight through so I definitely kind of understand why people think that these are these are true because it's hard to think that you know things are just chaotic and crazy all the time but when you look at you know there's a lot of philosophical standpoints that chaos is order order is chaos the only constant is change so if you recognize a lot of that i think a lot of people will understand that these things are in fact more pragmatic than finding a movie villain or finding a villain again i can't prove it most of the science that i've seen says that we can't make weapons uh virus weapons but if you know what CRISPR is, we can obviously do some things with viruses. So, I mean, you'd have to go in and that might be something that I might look up later. Because CRISPR is actually a pretty amazing technology that uh, humans are working on right now. Go team human. Use the hash- hashtag, go team human. If you see something positive, something like that, use use that tag in there. I'll go look for it. What we're talking about on this one is uh, just uh, the overall coronavirus and then just some of the theories that uh, that are kind of out there. So um, <clears throat> I guess uh, just call you John C. or do you care? I'll just call you John. No,
1: John's fine.
0: Yeah, it, it, right. it doesn't
1: matter. Right so I don't know if you had heard this. Uh, I, I was speaking with my sister who's working in Oregon right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you met Jamie, you know. Oh yeah, super cool. Yeah, yeah. And so she was telling me she she works at a hospital in Oregon that someone she was talking to, and I haven't even done one ounce of research on this. This was last night. She was telling me that uh, like recent earthquakes through Montana and Idaho have to do with uh, tunnels for one of the largest uh, sex slave rings trafficking going on and that the coronavirus is this whole thing to cover it up to cover it up you know it's, right. it, it's it's crazy because like
0: I've actually um
1: so are you familiar with uh QAnon no I, I've seen you and uh Chantel go back and forth about it a little bit right stuff, right but, you know.
0: so that's their big thing is like they believe that um that there's this big uh, underground sex slave ring going on and uh you know they're all satan worshiping uh sex traffickers to an extent (laughs) and Mm -hmm. and they were going through this this process that they've been going through for years and and everything was going according to plan until trump came in so trump is the you know the wild card that uh that threw off the whole you know california hollywood sex uh trafficking ring okay one of the things that 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 i find a little humorous about that is and this is a whole nother thing with with trump but the the there's multiple i've actually seen a lot of different earthquakes and i have another friend that was telling me that um she said that uh supposedly there was a an, uh, an asteroid i don't know if you saw on nasa they had an asteroid pass by the earth like a big one like they thought for sure it was going to hit the earth and nobody said shit about it until it passed oh damn.
1: <laughs> yeah no. yeah uh, they were very unaware of this
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's i looked it up and i was like wow like that legitimately like that would have been a moment like one of those uh um you know, the, it would have changed the landscape of the Earth had it hit, you know, like it was yeah. it was it was a pretty big asteroid. And. Uh, she was telling me that it actually hit. So her 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 theory was that they used the, uh, the the virus to get everybody indoors so that they would be safe from the fallout. Of this asteroid hitting. And yeah. and and it was supposedly already took out Japan. As far as she knows, (laughs) like like Japan is gone. Um, And uh, I mean, she legitimately believes this. Like this is a a, a legitimate concern of hers that uh, we're all more or less hiding from these asteroids that are falling from the sky every night, you know, because we're all on lockdown. And I'm like, well, I was like, as far as we're concerned, like I'm still doing all that stuff like it's not you know i still work i drive back and forth every night i see shooting stars sure but i'm not seeing like giant explosions falling from the sky you know it's not
1: right right you know and by no means am i discrediting anyone uh, i i just you know with with the earthquake scenario and i guess i would have to say with a asteroid or a meteor theory of some sort and i i could be wrong obviously but uh you know that's astronomical planes of it's pretty out there darkness. yeah Right. right. <laughs> <You> know, <it's...
0: laughs> well and uh, you know and I, and I don't mean to like laugh at it too because uh, you know people that believe it i do try to understand they do believe it like it's it's right the way that i explained it earlier was that um trying to denounce a uh, conspiracy theory is almost like trying to get a convinced person that that god doesn't exist you know like absolutely you know yeah it comes from that same spot in the brain you know like they just do not like they hold on to that belief as a <laughs> as a core value you know like that's something like there's a guy he's a big and and there's another one that if you have time, we'll go over this one later too. But um, like the nine eleven stuff, like the um, if the government did it or not, or were involved. Okay. Like this dude is hardcore. Um, he's he's kind of local too. He, he lives in Palisade, but uh, oh, wow. he's a hardcore believer that uh, the government like set it up, you know. But he, because of that belief, anything that the government does he is completely against, you know, like okay. there's, there, you know, anything they do, anything that they, they try to do, like this whole virus thing. He thinks it's a fake. He doesn't think it's real. You know, the, he doesn't believe that all these people are dying. Like he legitimately doesn't believe any of that. And in actuality, like, unless you're there, you really can't prove that. Like, you know, I'm not sitting in Italy looking at the bodies pile up. I'm not, you know, sitting, you know, in New York watching these hospital workers stack, you know, people out and and all these people getting ventilators and watching 500 people die a day. Like, that's not, that's not, that's not my position. You know what right. I mean? Right, that's not a reality to me either, you know. Right. So it's like, you know, I, and, and there was a point in my life where I kind of adhered to a lot of anything that wasn't mainstream. And for me, it was because I was personally, I was angry at a lot of my, my, my own life. And it it required me to kind of look at myself and look at my perspective, kind of like what I was saying, you know, looking back at what I was doing, what, how come I saw things this way and not this way, you know, like that was a, a lot of, a lot of what that was. And, uh One of the things that I always tell people too, it's like, you know, you can't, if you can't, like, for example, like the moon, right? Like there's, there's theories out there that say the moon isn't real. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) And, uh, And, and some of them are pretty like, there's a lot of legit, legit information in there that, that actually is like, I could see why someone would believe that.
1: And yeah, you well, can't
0: without, without proving it, like without going to the moon, all I have is what, you know, the powers that be are willing to give me, you know?
1: Well, well, right. You know, and I mean, and I know in a layman's sense, you know, there's that uh, mentality of reality is only, you know, your senses. Right. That, uh, taste, touch, sight, smell, you know, I mean. It's a hard thing to to quantify to me, but, it, you know, I, trying to understand another person's thought when it comes to what they truly feel is their absolute truth, like you said, you know, a core value, a core meaning in their life. And it makes it especially hard, especially when they can provide justification or, or anyone not just that specific person a justification that makes you question it or at least opens your mind to it right um, it, you know it, it it's it's fun to me in an interesting manner it's scary to me at the same time
0: oh, yeah I think that's uh the unknown in general, you know having to experiment on things that are not that you can't, I mean, you, you're basically, you're, you're kind of just going by faith, you know, to a degree.
1: That, so absolutely.
0: It, uh, well, that was one of the things, like, um, kind of round back to what I was talking about, like with uh, that guy, he doesn't trust the government. And I told him that my my personal belief is the bigger the conspiracy the more people it requires to keep a secret, the more people it requires to play an act, the more people it requires to, to hide uh, information. I think that's where it falls apart because humans aren't, we're clumsy, you know, like we're not, not as conniving to be able to plan out this grand scheme and, and not have it fall apart. You know, like it's just, History has taught us that that doesn't happen very often. You know, like it's not it's not a
1: common thing. No, um, I absolutely agree. Uh, the more people that know, the more people that talk, loose lips, sink ships, you know. And, right, uh, right. I I think as a blanket statement, you know, the average person likes to talk about the drama going on in their life. I don't think right. we're very good at keeping secrets. And it's really bizarre. I mean, you take a look at uh, talking to a random stranger on any given day, how comfortable you are sharing uh, intimate details of your personal life with someone you've never even met before. Right. So Holding on to secrets of, of this scale, uh, it would it'd be difficult for me to believe that. And You know, what's bizarre, and if you can follow this, so I have two older real sisters and two older stepsisters, and what would be my middle stepsister, her name's Liz, her husband's name is Chris, and they're in their early 40s, and so again, I have no true confirmation from Chris, but i uh, talking to my mom over the weekend. Uh, Chris lives in Washington, gets a call. His brother in Fort Collins is on life support and they they pulled the plug on him and it was due to three people getting infected by uh, COVID-19 in his office. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, again, I haven't talked directly to Chris or Liz about the situation. I'm not overly close to either one of them. Um, gotcha. You know, and so... Third party conversation through my stepdad, you know, Liz called crying. Uh, Three people were infected in his office. One recovered at home. Uh, One had full symptoms recovered in the hospital. And then Chris's brother, who's in his mid forties, within 48 hours of being in ICU was on dialysis. They induced a coma and they had called Chris to make a decision to pull the plug, which they did. Well, you know, and everything had kind of been afloat to me until this, which is the closest relation I have to the entire situation going on right now. Right, right, right. But again, without talking to Chris directly, I have no true confirmation of what the entire situation was of, uh, was there other health conditions, you, you, you know, but then on the flip side, I've had no reason throughout my entire life for my mom or stepdad. To lie to me about any conversation they've ever had
0: especially something as serious as a uh, life or death I would think
1: yeah, absolutely you know and so right. but then you know like I don't know the truth from the hospital or anything happening and this was in Fort Collins where his brother right was. right yeah so so you, you know yeah, like, it is a total mind game to me because right Yeah. Well,
0: and I think that's like I've personally, you know, like I've, I've, and I I guess maybe this is where a lot of, you know, I came to a point in 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 my perspective that I had to look at people and give them benefit of the doubt. I had to. Joe Rogan actually, on one of his things, he talks about it a lot. He said he looks at looks at people like he would look at a child. So he looks at a. He said he once he had kids, it made more sense to him, but. He would look at people as little kids and, and treat them like he was talking to a little kid, not trying to demean them, but basically trying to understand that maybe they don't know a whole lot. Maybe their worldview isn't very big, that there's a perspective that comes around. And for me doing that, I found that I started to kind of understand that politicians are just people. They're not, they're not. I mean, they might be a little bit out of touch, but they are just people. They're still, nonetheless, they're human, whether they think they are or not. And right. you know, it comes down to like I was a big anti-Obama. Like I, I believed a lot of the far-right Obama stuff. You know, like his his birth certificate and all that kind of stuff. And being, you know, especially in Junction, you know, it's very conservative town. Yes. Um, but there comes a point where you have to kind of just say how much does that information affect you personally? And then how much of that information does that affect your personal perspective on how everything else works? You know, like if I believe that all the, everything I've ever heard from mainstream media and government and government agencies and everything has always been a lie, then everything that I read is only going to confirm my, it's confirmation bias. You know, I'm only trying to prove my own point rather than try to break my own points down. Right. You know, and, and I think that personal growth, the only way we can grow is to be able to break our stuff down a little bit and, and kind of view this thing as a whole. So like, you know, the, the, I just saw, uh, another post floating around. It was on Facebook, Joe Rogan shared it, but it was, it said, uh, there's 184 countries in the world with uh, coronavirus. Only five of those countries have 5G. Okay. And you idiots think that, that it's responsible for the coronavirus.
1: <laughs> you know? Right, right, right.
0: <laughs> and it was, it was kind of funny, but it was like, but that's kind of the, like, where i kind of got as i did a lot of research for this you know for this podcast and uh it was is it's outstanding like what people really believe you know like and it's scary to think that if let's say this was like uh one of those pandemic level movie virus things right? right could you imagine if we responded the same way that we did you know, with throughout this thing, like if it was a, like a 50% mortality rate, like we would be f- screwed. <laughs> like, Absolutely. like we just, we all handled it so poorly to begin with that that we would be screwed. And then I, and I, like, like I said, this, this one isn't bad. Like I know, I know the numbers, I know the hard numbers and, and especially in Colorado, we're looking pretty good. So it's not it's not a horrible thing. And, um, you know, but it's just the thought of like the amount of people that I know, and I know, you know, some too, but anybody that's recovered from cancer or that's going through chemo. If you, if you know anybody with high blood pressure or uh, has a heart condition, you know, like those are all underlining conditions that, that, that could put them at risk, you know? Absolutely. And that's what, that's what kind of I have a friend in Florida that caught it and she had a bunch of conditions. She's slowly getting over it, but it is a long process for her. Um, my cousin thought she had it, uh, but it was um I think they said it was just strip. I think. Okay. And then I had a buddy that he went to the VA and he got tested. It took him almost a week and a half to get the results back. Okay. And, uh, he was just sitting in his house, like just dying pretty much. He said, he cause I feel like I'm dying. I'm like, well, what's wrong? And he's like, you know, I've got a, I can't stop coughing and I'm, I'm I've got the chills and I go, well, what's your temperature at? He goes, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get up to check my temperature. I go, well, it sounds like you have a fever, dude. He's all, yeah. I go, what'd your test say? He goes, I haven't heard yet. And then he texts me back the next day. He goes, Hey, I have bronchitis. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess that's better than COVID.
1: (laughs) Right. You know, and that's, again, just one of those general statements of, uh, not that I discredit underlying health conditions, but underlying health conditions can be affected by the common cold. And not that. Yeah. You know, um, underlying health conditions can kill a man while he's mowing his lawn. You know, it, it, and so I, I have a hard time with that. And, and I feel like that can be a, a deceiving statement. But obviously, I don't want anyone who's uh, going through chemo or something to catch pneumonia, COVID, the normal flu, anything of that sort
0: right 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 so what what's your take on um how the we'll just stick with colorado cuz i i mean that, that that's you know we that's where we live what uh what's your take on how colorado's handling the uh
1: the health crisis you, you know so the the last i knew and and correct me if i'm wrong um Colorado was sitting at like a a two point three percent mortality rate. Is that about right?
0: Yeah, I think it might have gone down a little bit too okay. since
1: then. You know, I just I kind of look at it from a standpoint, and, and it's bizarre because I I fall under an essential worker. You fall under an essential worker. Uh, I wouldn't overly say that personally i am afraid of death uh with that statement it's not like i'm out looking for it or trying to defy it at every turn mm. um, the way colorado is handling it uh, i'm i'm very worried about the national economy the state economy the local economy i um, I guess I hate saying it. I'm in fear for my family's health. That's including Bree and Corbin and my parents and my sisters. I'm concerned about my friend's health. Um, I'm very concerned about people that are unemployed, people that are gonna lose their homes. Hopefully they don't lose their homes. I, to be honest, I don't know if the state of Colorado is handling it correctly. Uh, I'm a firm believer in the I you know and I I am a believer in that there's probably a lot more cases that aren't being reported just due to the testing numbers. But I also feel like that may not be a bad thing because actual cases and deaths aren't reported, who knows if they're actually related. Um, As far as, like, uh, what what uh, what cases and deaths aren't reported? Well, you know, I don't know about a specific death being reported or not. Um, and again, it's just what I've heard. So I, I don't have true, like, firm facts behind it. But I've heard, even here in Mesa County, that, you know, even if you have symptoms, and let's say... You have a fever, you have a cough, uh, chills. You know, you may not be, um, you may not receive a test. And I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't called Mesa County. I haven't called a healthcare provider to see if that's true or not. Right, right. So if someone has COVID, they they're they're on a stay at home order essential work only right now so you may have people that have it and are recovering that aren't truly reported in a a, a statistical way of actually you know who's actually had it who they've been around are those people being tested so confirmed cases and, and I don't know about Mesa County directly or the state as a whole but uh you know, if someone was to have COVID that wasn't tested, that died of, I would say, a close to a natural cause death, an elderly person maybe. I I don't know if they go through and, and they're testing for COVID with every person that passes away. I don't know that.
0: Right, right. Well, I know, so like the way that... Um like, it's gets getting reported through, because, like, they've got to send everything through uh, the CDC for their statistics, so I know that the way that it's reported is, like, um, it'll show, basically, if they were not going to die, then they would be reported as, um, it would be a, considered a COVID death. So, like, if they're just old, but they had no real other underlining condition. They're going to say it was COVID, you know, based on if they had the disease, how, how bad it was. I mean, it, from what they've said, it it, it kind of uh, causes really bad fibrosis in the lungs. Okay. So it's, it's pretty easy to tell that it's and, – and I've been seeing multiple reports saying that um, they are using – they might be using too much pressure on the ventilators. Okay. So that could be another underlining condition of of, of any deaths that they might be uh, seeing. But it's kind of like, um, you know, like, for example, you know, if somebody, let's say somebody was going through chemo. They had the flu, but they died in a car accident. You know, it's like, so what do you what do you what which one do you say is the cause of death?
1: Right. You know. It- yes that's a, <laughs> that's a good example of i guess what i was trying to get across you know and yeah, um,
0: yeah and it, and it, that's it, what uh, like yeah well like one of the things like they've said like i was reading the cdc guidelines for the, the deaths is you have to they have to put it in detail so like if let's say they they had a, a heart condition like if let's say they died of a heart attack right so it would say died of a heart attack. That would be the first cause of death would be caused, died of a heart attack. Then the second one would be um, uh, if they had um, pneumonia or any type of um, issues with their lungs, like what caused the heart attack. And then that would be in the second portion. And then if it got to the, the last section, um, like let's say they did, in fact, have the disease, it would say, okay, covid But these are all listed in in a tracking order on the death certificate.
1: Okay. See, and and that I didn't know.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's why would you like, that's not like the only reason I know about that is because I've I've dove into it so much lately, you know, it's and and a lot of people like social media kind of exacerbates the problem because they'll you know, you, you hear the same talking points depending on the circles that you're looking at. OK, you know, people, you know, they'll they'll talk about its government overreach here or they're hiding numbers here or, you know, asteroids are falling from the sky. You know, like it's, there's every 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 person, every group has their their talking points. And it's almost like I don't know if you notice, like the news cycle, like it's almost like they're all sitting in the same office and they're all looking at Twitter and Facebook. And then something pops up and they all just jump on it and they use whatever information they have right then and there to make the point.
1: Right. You know,
0: but in actuality, if you dug into it a little bit, you'd actually see there was a lot more nuance to the story, you know. So we're going to go ahead and cut it right there. Um, we'll probably do a two-parter for this uh, conspiracy theories series, coronavirus, COVID-19, lockdown, quarantine, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we'll run that second episode. Um, I'll have it edited and out by next week. So we'll have some back-to-back episodes. So that'll be kind of cool. But uh, that was my buddy, John. He's actually a uh, another uh, Grand Junction Western Colorado uh, resident, um, it's cool to get somebody on here and kind of mess around with the Anchor app a little bit. Uh, you can support us by going to our Facebook page, like the page, comment, interact, get some notoriety. I'm going to eventually try to get some some swag going around, probably start with stickers. And then, uh, you can look, look at us here up here on Twitter. You could also find us on anchor.fm slash TBD podcast. That's how my buddy John got in on this episode. So if you're interested, you can get in on the episode and, uh, I'll send you an invite and you can, if you've got some, some, some ideas or some points to bring in, even on this episode, since we're doing it in two parts, I can throw you on the, uh, on the follow-up. So, uh. Appreciate your guys' time, your effort. I appreciate, uh, you know, share, well, you share it. I'll, I'll love you that much more. Give you one of those uh, air high fives from Demolition Man. You know, no contact. Just uh, stop about midway and then you do the circle motion. It's not a uh, kind of a air Dutch rudder, I guess. I don't know. I don't. But uh, hope you guys are doing good. Uh, hope this was, uh, fun and, uh, hope maybe, you know, if you, if you learned something or you didn't learn something, that's cool too. Um, I feel like I'm learning new stuff every day, so it's kind of fun. That's about it. All right. Take care, fellas, ladies, peoples, my fella humans, my human fellas. Have a good one. Bye.